The Ash, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast. I started following Higgins Storm Chasers just after the floods, which is probably a little late, um, but I've been looking at just it. Just after that horse Just, just <laughs> after. Oh, in 20, just, when, 2011 or this one? No, this one. Oh, this one. Right, just okay. after it sort of went up really fast and I'm like, oh, okay. So they predicted it a couple of days before it started. Great. I should have watched that. Uh, but the, I was looking at it this morning and I started getting worried for the next week. So we thought we'd get on Tom, who's the chief forecaster from Higgins Storm Chasers. Welcome to the show, Tom. Hey, guys. Did you? How did you guys know before um, it seemed like mainstream media that it was going to be such a bad rain and flooding event? Yeah, so we had a hint uh, at the start of last week that models were starting to come on board for some heavy rain across the region. And of as we sort of got closer and closer to the event, the higher resolution model data, which has a much shorter range, um, started throwing out some absurd totals, um, totals that we actually never see. And the longer they kept going, it's like, we actually have to start listening to this. Like this is every other model starting to come on board. And unfortunately it panned out that way. Uh, but yeah, a lot of high resolution model data came on board and quite when was late. That? When was that? Like, uh, when did the flooding start? Sort of Friday, Saturday. So when were you when were you getting that forecast? We started seeing that on about Monday and Tuesday. So on Tuesday, we started seeing the the crazy falls around Gympie on that data, and then of course everything else came on board. And, and by Wednesday and Thursday, we're seeing astronomical falls being forecast for Brisbane and and southeast Queensland as a whole. One of the um, listeners rang in and said, "How does well, first of all, where does the rain come from and how does it stay in the air? Because it's obviously very, very heavy. Is that a dumb question? No, so th- this this particular event, uh, we actually had a 2,000-kilometre-long injection from Vanuatu and New Caledonia. Uh, so all this moisture came from over there and it streamed in. It actually took a couple of days to get here, really. And uh, it streamed in. It interacted with some upper-level support that didn't want to move, uh, and that just created this volatile environment for us to get continuous rain areas and, unfortunately, some very dangerous thunderstorms. So when you see that forecast on Monday or Tuesday of last week and, and it's saying and it's spitting out these projections for Gympie, I think you said, which was realised, yeah. you know, ab- absolutely realised, uh, why were the did you did you lock that in then you guys and, and go we are definitely going to get this as that predicts those numbers have a history of of being accurate and why were the rest of us caught by out by surprise if that was the case? So yeah, we we did look at Gympie and, and think that that's a very real potential for some very high falls there. Uh, we were locking it in based not just on the totals. We, we do see the totals and they are you know crazy and. But we then look at why they're falling. Why are models predicting this? And the setup available was very, very conducive for those totals. Uh, it's notorious. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people do remember the Caboolture floods. Quite a similar setup. Um, that event was just localised over Caboolture, though, whereas this one was showing a much broader range of, of extreme rainfall. Uh, and, yeah... I, we just have to keep respecting the models at that stage and, and just making sure that we keep showing what they are showing. What are they looking like for the, uh, for the rest of this week? What's, what's coming down the pike? So we are expecting some showers and storms today. Nothing too crazy. And uh, most of the storm activity appears to be 
further inland from the coast uh, and we're a little bit more isolated, which does help the situation too. We're not going to see this widespread activity that affects a lot of people. But then by tomorrow and Friday, we are expecting to see more traditional heavy thunderstorms uh, that contain a lot of rain, uh, probably a lot of lightning too, which is a little bit different to this last setup where there wasn't a lot of lightning. And as we get into the weekend, we're going to have a similar setup with a bit of upper-level support coming through, interacting with some tropical moisture, um, and that should lead to further rain areas. Luckily, this system does appear to be moving, so we're not going to see crazy rainfall accumulations start to pile up, but across a four- or five-day period, we could easily see 100 to 200 millimetres. So do you think, is there any chance it could flood again or the river could go up substantially or inland? (laughs) It's it's very hard to say for exact rivers uh, because it will matter exactly where the heavier falls occur. We do expect renewed flooding. Um, That's probably going to be the case for the next two, three, four weeks because unfortunately these big river systems, they take a long time to recover. Uh, So what we would normally see off 100 or, or 150, 200 millimetres mainly take 25 or 50 now to produce the same results just because the rivers are still a bit swollen, they're a bit full, and obviously there's still a lot of water to drain through them. All right, so we're not out of it. All wet coming at the end of the week. And there's Logan, obviously, and northern New South Wales and everywhere. There's record heights at the moment, so, oh, jeez, it's not looking good. It's a bit hectic. Thanks no. for coming on, though, Tom. Appreciate it, mate. Thanks, Tom. Not a problem. The Ash, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast. <laughs>